Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Today on Hope Lives 365, Pastor Mark Finley on what the Bible says about human dignity. Now, the Bible is not merely a book of theology. The Bible is a divinely inspired, God-given, heaven-oriented treatise on the value of every human being in God's sight. The Word of God speaks hope. It speaks hope for marriages, for individuals, and for children. You know, the concept of dignity is defined as the quality of being worthy of honor or respect. And whether it's in the world of politics, sports, social media, even the day-to-day interaction between any two individuals, we're witnesses to both a respectful treatment of others, or all too often, a careless lack thereof for those around us. But today, on Hope Lives 365, Pastor Mark Finley reminds us it was our Creator who wrote the book on ascribing dignity and why it's due to everyone in His sight. That's next on Hope Lives 365. Welcome back to Hope Lives 365 with Pastor Mark Findlay. Before we begin the lesson today, I want to share with you the address of our website where you'll find a number of great resources. Just go to hopelives365.com. Again, that's hopelives365.com. Mark Findlay is an international speaker and pastor who's authored over 70 books, in addition to serving as the former host of the television series called It Is Written. Mark's vision for Hope Lives 365 is to give people hope for today, tomorrow, and the future. And he believes that discovering God's ultimate plan for your life will bring you the greatest joy. Now, you know, the Bible has a lot to say on the topic of human dignity and worth, but before Pastor Mark gets to that, he's going to share a few examples of what the world has to say about the inherent worth of human beings. If you had to define the five most significant documents, legal documents in the history of the world that preserved human dignity, protected the rights of the family, secured the rights of all human beings to fulfill their God-given potential, what would they be? Now, in various ways, these declarations and legal documents over the last 1,500 years have made a significant difference in the entire human race. So these documents are not perfect, but they really have undergirded human rights, human dignity, and family values. Let me give you the five that I would choose, and some of them might surprise you. Let your mind go back to 539 B.C. You've heard of the Cyrus Cylinder, which has helped to confirm the authenticity of the Bible. But you may not know what's written on the Cyrus Cylinder. The Cyrus Cylinder was a round barrel cylinder that was written upon and it defines the exploits of Cyrus when he attacked Babylon. 
But here's what the Cyrus Cylinder says and why it's so significant. When Cyrus attacked Babylon, he did something totally different than most Middle Eastern rulers would do. Rather than destroying their homes, he preserved their homes. He allowed the Babylonians religious freedom. He rebuilt any homes that his armies had destroyed. Whereas most rulers took pride in destroying others, he took pride in upbuilding nations that he conquered. He allowed the displaced people that had been captive by the Babylonians, the Jews particularly, to return to their homeland. It's an amazing document. The second document that I would list is the Magna Carta, 1215 AD. It's an international document. It's a document of freedoms. It was signed reluctantly by King John in 1215, but it's really the foundation for all constitutional law throughout the world today. Third document, the United States Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they're endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, and among those are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So it's really a family-oriented document. It preserves life and liberty, and a document that was obviously inspired by God. The fourth one that I would list is the Slavery Abolition Act in 1833. It really impacted Europe. When the exchequer of England signed the Slavery Abolition Act in 1833, 800,000 slaves were set free immediately in England and throughout the uh, British Empire. That really set the way to abolish the heinous, terrible, dehumanizing crime that divided so many families of slavery. And it prepared the way for the United States to fight that battle in the 1850s, 1860s. The last document, I think, that really preserved the family was the Universal Declaration of Human Rights in 1948. The Second World War had ended three years previously. Nations were scarred and traumatized and determined to make a better world. And the Declaration of Human Rights really protects freedom of speech, freedom of belief, and it really protects the human family. But after I've mentioned those five documents, there is one document on the family, one document on human rights that stands head and shoulders above all the rest. There is one human rights, family-friendly, marriage-exalting, women-affirming, child-encouraging document that has no parallel in this world. Now, at a time when the social fabric of society is falling apart, the Word of God speaks hope. It speaks hope for marriages, for individuals, and for children. Now, the Bible is not merely a book of theology. The Bible is a divinely inspired, God-given, heaven-oriented treatise on the value of every human being in God's sight. It's God's manual on what the family is all about. You know, in Scripture, there are three great mountain peaks, three great foundational stones, if you please, of interpersonal relationships, and three great mountain peaks on the family. And if you plumb the depths of these great mountain peaks or these great foundations, it makes a dramatic difference in your own personal life and in your own family relationships. Here are the three. Creation, 
the cross, and the coming of Christ. These three mountain peaks of Scripture undergird the family. You see, in, in Scripture, these three focal points are the foundation of all basic human relationships. Creation speaks of how much Christ values us. Creation speaks of the origin of the family, the origin of marriage, which we'll study. Any attack on marriage is an attack on the creator of marriage, Jesus Christ himself. And so creation speaks of how much Christ values us. Calvary speaks of the cost to redeem us and forgiveness, grace, and mercy. His second coming speaks of his desire to be with us and to unite the family in heaven and earth forever. You see, creation shouts that we are more than animated mud, that we have worth in God's sight. Calvary shouts of forgiveness, pardon, mercy, and grace. The promise of his coming shouts that one day the family will be reunited and evil will be no more. Suffering will come to an end. Abuse will be over. The principalities and the powers of hell will be defeated. So let's go back to creation and plumb its depths as it relates to family values. Take your Bible, please, and turn to Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. We go back to the book of beginnings. Genesis 1, verse 26. You see, the family must be incredibly important to God because God created it. Marriage and the family are not some human invention. They're not the product of some vague evolutionary process. They were created by God. They were established in Eden. They were forged in the crucibles of earth at the beginning of time by the hand of a loving creator. And again, I repeat, any attack on the family is an attack on the author of the family, Jesus Christ himself. Genesis 1, verse 26, And God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let him have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over every creeping thing that creeps. Notice, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Then notice verse 26, 27, the last part. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and subdue the earth. So God created Adam. He fashioned him out of the dust of the ground. God formed Eve out of a rib of Adam. God brought them together. Marriage was God's idea first. God says to them, start a family, be fruitful, and multiply. You see, creation speaks of human dignity. It speaks of the value of every human being. We're not some speck of cosmic dust. We're not some genetic accident. We're not some random collection of cells that developed over millions of years. But we came from the very hand of God. God created you and he created me. We are the creation of a loving God. Therefore, every human being has incredible value before God. Pastor Mark Findlay has much more to share from the book of Genesis about human dignity and worth, the basic foundation for all relationships. And we'll hear that in just a few moments. You're listening to Hope Lives 365. 
You know, when you hear stories of Christian martyrs down through the years, do you ever wonder just what were those heroes made of? Uh, Their faith was unshakable because they fixed their sights on a city whose builder and maker was God. Well, Pastor Mark has a booklet that shares the stories of the courage and conviction of select martyrs of the faith. It's titled, Unshakable Faith, How to Stand Fast in the Worst of Times. It's co-written by Stephen R. Mosley. You'll be inspired and encouraged by the conviction of folks like Wycliffe and Wesley and the compelling faith of Tyndale and Luther. Request your copy of Unshakable Faith. Yours upon request for your gift of any amount to this ministry. You can give online or by calling 855-888-HOPE. That's 855-888-4673. Or go to the website hopelives365.com. Again, that's hopelives365.com. In a moment, Pastor Mark continues his message pointing out the great worth that God places on every person, including you. Understanding the uniqueness and value that God puts on every human being dramatically impacts the way we see ourselves and the way we view others. Stay with us for more Hope Lives 365. We're back with more of Hope Lives 365. You know, human dignity and the great value God places on each of us is the focus of today's message. Continuing now, digging just a little bit deeper, here once again is Pastor Mark Finley. When God created the human race, he did not create us to be alone. He created us to be in relationship. Look at Genesis 2, verse 18. You and I were created for relationship. Relationship within our biological family, relationship within our extended family, and relationship within the family of the church. Genesis chapter 2, and we're looking there at verse 18. It says, the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. You know, I have people say to me sometime, pastor, I think I could worship at home just as well as I could come to church pastor. I think, you know, I just get such a blessing because somebody in the church offended me one time, so I'm just going to stay home. That's the reason why God put you in the church. So you'd get offended and you'd grow in your Christian character. So when somebody offends you, say, praise God, it's another opportunity to grow. We are not meant to worship God in isolation. And we are not meant to be alone. That's why God gave you a husband and wife. That's why your wife can knock off some sharp edges from your husband. So rejoice in that. That's why your husband can knock off some sharp edges in you, wife. Rejoice in that. And kids, you may have some chiseling to do too that your parents need to do on you. You see, that's why God brings us together as human beings, because it is to grow in Christ. And this idea that you're going to find some perfect family, throw that idea out. This idea, you're going to find some perfect church that's some kind of utopia, and you're going to walk in, and it's going to be all hunky-dory and love. Throw that idea out right now. Because if that was a perfect church, they'd never let you in anyway, because you'd spoil the place. Now look, the whole plan of God is that we are not alone, and at the interaction that we have with one another, we grow in Christ, and we become more like him. Notice what the scripture says. 
It is not good that we be alone. We're made to be in relationship with God and with one another. Relationships matter to God. Now, Satan came to distort the relationship between God and the human race and to create conflict in human relationships. And when Adam and Eve sinned, it created conflict in human relationships. And when there's a conflict in human relationship, whether it's parents and children, whether it's husband and wife, whether it's in the church, Satan is the one that creates those conflicts in human relationships. And Christ came to break down the barrier in human relationships and bring us into harmony with the harmony that he desired in the book of Genesis. Now let's first notice this. Our relationship with God is the basis for every other human relationship. A healthy relationship with God is the foundation of all healthy family relationships and all healthy church relationships. See, if you have a healthy relationship with God, you become very tolerant, you become very accepting, you become very forgiving, you become much less judgmental. But if you don't have a healthy relationship with God, you're always trying to defend yourself with other people. You're always trying to protect your turf and protect your rights. And as the result of that, you get conflict. But if you have a healthy relationship with God, it breaks down the barriers with others. Now, a healthy relationship with God begins with an understanding of how God values us. And if you don't understand how much God values you, you tend not to value other people. So one of the things that leads us in conflict with a lot of other people, whether it's in the home or in the church, is that we fail to understand how God values us. And once you understand how God values you, that produces in your life a security. It produces in your life a sense of your true value and your worth. And so let's look at Isaiah chapter 43. But thus says the Lord. Now who's speaking in Isaiah 43 verse 1? Who's speaking? Who does it say? Thus says the Lord, who created you, O Jacob. He formed you, O Israel. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I'm going to be with you. And through the rivers, they'll not overflow you. When you walk through fire, you'll not be burned. Now notice what it says in verse 3. For I am the Lord your God. Now God created us. Christ redeemed us. Now notice verse 3. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I have gave Egypt for your ransom, Ethiopia and Serbia, Seba in your place. Since you are, now you are three things. Since you are what? Precious in my sight. Precious things are not cheap things. I might drop a dime out of my pocket and you may pick it up. But if a diver dives for a pearl and finds a pearl worth $100,000, that's a precious thing. My dime is pretty cheap, but a pearl is precious. And Jesus is saying to you, whatever your attitude is towards yourself, Jesus says, you're precious to me. You're more valuable to me than I can possibly imagine. When I understand my value to God, it doesn't give me an arrogance or pride It helps me to have a secure basis upon which to place value upon other people. Because if God values me that much, 
He values you that much. And because God puts such value upon you, I want to value you as God values you. I will never disrespect you because you have been created by God and God's put an incredible value upon you. Whether you are black or white or Hispanic, whether you are young or old, whether you're tall or short, skinny or wide, God loves you with an incredible love. He values you and therefore we can put value upon one another because Christ values us and we have security. Now notice what it says in the text. You are precious. Now notice the next thing it says. You are what? Honored. You are honored. Now if I write To my senator, I write the honorable senator so-and-so, the honorable governor so-and-so. I write the honorable. You are honorable. When I write to my friends, I write, no, I'm only teaching you that I write the honorable. Uh, But look, that is true. We are honorable. You see, God created us. We are precious in his sight. If we only understand how much value we have in God's sight, whatever your home is, Whatever dysfunction your family came, whether your parents went through a divorce or they didn't, sweep all that stuff aside. You're part of the eternal heavenly family. And because of that, you are precious in God's sight. You see, understanding the uniqueness and value that God puts on every human being dramatically impacts the way we see ourselves and the way we view others. We are precious in His sight indeed. Pastor Mark Findlay with an important study on valuing others and how to value ourselves today on Hope Lives 365. Pastor Mark is coming back in just a moment with a final word of encouragement. But before that, if you've ever wondered how the Christian martyrs of the Middle Ages were able to sing while being burned at the stake or facing prison, trial, persecution, and do that all with joy— Uh, You can discover that secret of their unwavering convictions in Pastor Mark Fenley's booklet, Unshakable Faith, How to Stand Fast in the Worst of Times. You know, most people won't ever face the persecution that many of those past heroes of the faith have dealt with, but an unshakable faith is nonetheless an important element to our everyday lives. And Mark wants to help you with that. Ask for the booklet, Unshakable Faith. It's yours in return for your gift of any size. You can get in touch with us through our website, hopelives365.com, or by calling toll-free 855-888-HOPE. That's 855-888-HOPE. Now, we'd also like to hear from you and learn your own testimony of how you're benefiting from this weekly broadcast. Encourage us as we encourage you in your walk of faith. The mailing address here is Hope Lives 365, Post Office Box 118, Haymarket, Virginia, 20168. And if you'd like a copy of today's message, it's available online at hopelives365.com. You can listen online or download the audio for a nominal fee. Look for the title, Things That Matter Most. It's in the radio archives. That's at hopelives365.com. If angels had iPhones and could take digital pictures, your picture would be in God's iPad of favorites. Pastor Mark will close out today's program next on Hope Lives 365. And we're back with more of Hope Lives 365 to wrap up the discussion on valuing others and building a healthy relationship with God and with others. Here again is Pastor Mark Finley. 
as we enter into a relationship with God, as we know him, as we seek God's heart, he says to us, you're precious. He says to us, you're honorable. He says to us, you're loved. And in the light of that security, we reach out to love in our families. And so Aristotle said, man is a political animal. Thomas Weld said, man is a laughing animal. Ben Franklin said, man is a tool-making animal. Sigmund Freud said, man is a sexual animal. Charles Darwin said, man is an intelligent animal. But Christ says you're not an animal at all. You were created, you were fashioned by God, that there's a destiny for your life here and a destiny for you in eternity. If God had a refrigerator, your picture would be on it. If God had a wallet, your picture would be in it. If God had a cell phone, you'd be on his screensaver. If angels had iPhones and could take digital pictures, your picture would be in God's iPad of favorites. Because God thinks about you all the time. You see, seeing others through God's eyes, recognizing that they're created by God, loved by God, valued by God, cherished by God, makes all the difference. Pastor Mark Finley with an encouraging word on today's Hope Lives 365. We want you to know that you can reach us anytime for great biblical resources online at hopelives365.com. Again, hopelives365.com. That's about all the time we have for today. We hope you'll join us next time as Pastor Mark continues looking at biblical relationships and the value God places on you in the message, Things That Matter Most. That's next time on Hope Lives 365.